Malcolm London is a Chicago-based poet, activist, organizer, and youth mentor regularly speaking out against social injustice and police brutality in the city of Chicago. Malcolm has recently released his sophomore project called The Right Away Series, an album that features self-discovery, a compilation of love poems, political commentary, and emotional turmoil. I got a chance to speak with Malcolm about his life, poetry, and social activism. This is that conversation. How we spending our time is how we spending our money unwisely. Grown kids with bills still playing hide and seek. Still no better at finding ourselves still. I guess I became somebody on accident. And now I get paid to speak with my West Side accent. Huh. But sometimes I still feel stuck at the bottom like an email attachment. Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez, my in-studio guest, one of my favorite individuals in the whole creative city of Chicago. He's an organizer, he's an activist, he's also a very talented hip-hop artist. His name is Malcolm London. Sir? Hey man, thanks for having me. Thank you for making time, man. You're incredibly busy and I'm excited that you got new music in the work. I use air quotes with the music (laughs) thing because there's some difference from the last project. But a lot has changed for you since... Opia was released, which was your debut as a hip-hop artist. What do you think has been the difference within that year since you were last here? Uh, that's a good question. I think uh, just mostly being my true authentic self and like giving myself the permission to do that. I felt like with the first project with Opie, I had something to prove. I had to let Cass know like, you know, I can make rap music and, and that I had a sonic uh, range, you know, sonically, I could I could give you all kind of different different styles, and so with uh, the Right Away series, uh, which is a, a poetry project that's brutally honest. There's a uh, some emotional turmoil, happiness, and political commentary on there, and so I just wanted to you know release a poetry project. I felt like this is what people would have thought I would have released on my first whatever project, and so I felt really good about. Just kind of getting back to the basics of getting back to your roots. Yeah. So why did you feel like you had a lot to prove? I mean, in the poetry world, you're already an acclaimed (laughs) poet. People know you got bars. People know you have incredible insight. So what made you feel like you had to extend yourself into the hip hop realm to prove yourself? Um, I think I wanted to be in the hip hop realm just because not only as a poet, but also as an educator, there's some kids not going to rock with poetry. Right. And so, like, I, I just know. When I walk in the classroom, cats want to hear bars, you know, so I was kind of encouraged by that. But I think more so than anything, if I'm being straight up, is I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. Because rapping is hard, or was, you know what I mean? I think, like, <laughs> people underestimate, like, you know, how how to put stuff together, you know what I mean? So, yeah, like like flows and the musicality of, of the poetry it was difficult in the beginning. They say you won't make no money if your company bad. Not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning bent. I'm off the leash and underneath. I'm like 100 Wolverines. Malcolm X-Men mutating poetry. I wonder if this where I'm supposed to be. Having nightmares of bullet holes coming through the mattress. Freddy Krueger ain't scarier than Fred Hampton. How much of your soul gonna cost you a mansion? Can't stand with me if you stand for the anthem. When you think about the time in between your two projects and things that have happened in our world, things that have happened in this city of Chicago, how long do you allow that stuff to ruminate with you before you start writing on any one of these subjects and mm. what did you want the right away series to tell us about you because as you mentioned it's deeply personal but yeah. also a lot of political commentary yeah so the right away series actually began as just a like a like a poetry project it was like for me it was an intermediate to writing a book i was like man i just want to uh it was when i moved out to cincinnati for a bit just to get away from the city and, and clear my head 
And I was like, yo, I just want to write every day. And so I started to write these like snippets, these poems that I released on IG and just like videos that I made. And so it started there. Uh, so I think one of the first joints I wrote was uh, this piece called Statue of Limitations. And it was like critiquing uh, my man's uh, 45. Uh, it was the first point I'd actually agree with when they were tearing down the statues. And he was like, you know, if we allowed them to take down Robert E. Lee, when will it stop? They going to start tearing down Thomas Jefferson and uh, Abraham Lincoln or whatever. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That's a good point. Like, let's let's tear down all the statues of any any uh, complicated man who who owns slaves. You know what I mean? Like, why 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 celebrate those people? You know, build build me a shrine of my grandmother. You know what I mean? Like, build me build me something else. If you think about your transformation from Opia to the Right Away Project, what does the Right Away Project say about this period in Malcolm London's life? And what do you think is one of the most poignant takeaways for someone? Um, one of my favorite songs on the project, I'll say, is All the Townspeople, uh, which is the last pro- song on the project. Uh, features Tasha, who's an amazing songstress in the city of Chicago, lyricist, hip-hop artist, and, you know, I think uh, she's an amalgamation of all those. And it is a song that's about imagination, you know, and I think, like, although the realities of what we live in and how we live, you know, uh, I just I feel like with the Right Away series is about having the imagination to see something else and so that's what that song is about in the song we're like dreaming of a world uh that that maybe uh that we want to see in those verses and so that's that's kind of what i want people to leave with when you have a song that is so hopeful like that but you understand that a lot has to change for that to exist Mm -hmm. do you still have that hope oh man i have to i have to i mean it's it's the only antidepressant i think that's that's useful, you know. And Trayvon came back to life. And Asada was the president sitting on top of Everest. And Michael Jackson didn't have to die. And all his melanin was enough evidence to prove I was a citizen sitting on the top of the world. Back before it became an orphanage, I used to write in metaphors. Now I live in metamorphosis. Middle finger, hapers, corp issue. I replace sleep with drugs and drugs with sex and sex with not giving a puff. I want to replace prison with community control policing and investing in gardens and not nuclear bombs. So you said that you went to Cincinnati to clear your head. Did it work? Yeah, I think it did. I think it did. I think I think I finally realized that I'm an adult. <laughs> what did you need to get away from? You say you need to get away from the city. Um. So the thing I love about Chicago is how much is going on in the city, whether it be, you know, in, in the streets, in the, in the organized communities, a lot of a lot of people working to save this city. Uh, whether in the artistic community, there's a lot of dope artists who are both working to save the city and working to make art to beautify the city. Um, you know, it's just a lot going on in Chicago. And the routine of always being around and, and spreading myself thin and, and, you know, living in all these identities as a poet, educator, teacher, rapper, uh, you know, there's a lot of communities that I belong to and I have to go to and I have to and want to keep up with. And so, yeah, it just spread me thin and I wasn't really taking care of myself or even knowing how to. And so Cincinnati allowed me to kind of take a step back. Um, I was I was there working uh, out of a, out of an ad agency for a little bit and then just kind of found space to kind of just like be by myself. You said you also realized you're an adult. Yeah. What yeah. did that realization do for the perception of your art and how you want to handle it going forward? Mm, um, yeah, uh, I think not worrying about the perception of my art uh and you know i mean there's 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 definitely sides of it that like i want to eat you know what i mean off the off the art but um you know just kind of trusting the process really and trusting myself that you know that there would be spaces for for this kind of art to live and not and not trying to follow any trends or 
or anything like that or anybody else's footsteps really we were talking earlier and you said that the right away series also had you dealing with some personal turmoil mm-hmm. what made you feel like this was the time to address it not just internally yeah. self-care but also let your fans your community know that this is what malcolm's been dealing with yeah um i think i think just uh not suffering in silence you know i think it becomes unhealthy i just was worrying a lot about taking care of chicago and then that you lose you know the ability to take care of yourself or and so um i don't know i just felt i felt good about it uh you know the project talks a little bit about addiction talks about relationships talks about uh you know uh mistakes and 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 so you know it just why not? You know what I mean? Like, uh, it allows me to feel more free uh, to be able to do that. Yeah. Misery keep your company or you can keep your cup of tea. I ain't losing shit except losing sleep. I'm from where they don't say a lot, but they pray a lot. Every block got a vacant lot. Another street that they adopt. I'm real, but the information's not. We all here. Fuck the mayor. When you take this on the road, considering that so many of your songs are politically charged mm-hmm. and have a lot of commentary specifically about what's happening here in Chicago, as the ambassador for the city when you are in Ohio or when yeah. you're going to be out in the East Coast, what is the message that you're trying to relay about the city that you live in and love so much? Oh, man, just that Chicago, while it is the most greatest city in the entire planet and, like, better than everybody else's city. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I agree, man. <laughs> it's, it's still like everybody else's city. And, and so I think for me, it's not just a Chicago story. It's a, it's a human story that, you know, uh, oppression looks the same or looks different in, in, in other cities and all what I bring to whatever city or any space is, is my experience in trying to help this city get better and hopefully it translates to other people in their cities, you know. Uh, in terms of representing Chicago, it's just, it's authentically uh, beautiful and authentically tragic at the same time. And so that's kind of who I am as a person, I think. Off mic, we were talking about living in the space of a hip-hop artist right? Yeah. versus living in the space of a poet. And you said that sometimes you just felt inauthentic in those hip-hop artist spaces. Yeah. Why? Uh, well, so, you know, I'm a, I'm a man. Uh, I identify as such. And it's a lot of issues with being a man and, and growing up and learning masculinity. And hip-hop is my favorite art form and genre in the world. But it's got, just like this country, just like Chicago, it's got its issues and... One of those is just like I'm. I realize like I I don't like going to the club every night and like, uh you know, just hollering at women and any kind of like I like like if I think about it I don't like that you know what I mean and so if I truly want to change my behavior I got to change the environments and the spaces that I that I'm in or get more confidence not to conform in those spaces and so. Yeah, man, it's just just like you know, I I don't I don't want to go. I mean, I think I think on tour I just partied a lot the first tour and like went out and like did the rapper thing, you know what I mean, or whatever we whatever we've conceived of what rappers are supposed to do. And uh, I'm grateful for this moment now because I think a lot of my friends who are in this music industry are redefining and reimagining roles of not only black people but uh, and black people from Chicago, but also just what it means to be artists living in in, in themselves. And so. Yeah, it was just like, yo, I, 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 it's okay that I like watch anime and read bell hooks and like, and like, uh, you know, realize that I've had toxic masculinity and 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 like that I'm actively unlearning it. You know, uh, I think hip hop isn't. I'm trying. I think I'm trying to, and people are trying to, but hip hop isn't always uh, the most. Uh, conducive space for that. Malcolm London, thank you very much for making time. The yeah, current man. project is the Right Away series. Yep. We need to revolt 